Hey Spirit and Truth family, Mark Chokintaw here, and I hope you're all doing well. If it's your first time tuning in, welcome. And if you've been around for a while, welcome back. With Father's Day coming up this weekend, this episode is going to be a word of encouragement to fathers everywhere and anywhere. For just a few moments, I'm going to talk on this title, The Five Feature Father. But first, why don't we open with just a short prayer. God, thank you for every single listener listening to this podcast. We love your presence and invite you to be present in our families and to be in control of our hearts this day. In the name of Jesus, amen. So a little bit of overview and objectives uh, for this podcast. First one is defining the role of a father through a biblical lens. Answering the question, what is a father? Second, uh, we're going to look at a father with great characteristics, providing an example from the text. And thirdly, application after self-reflection. Is how I live aligned with you know, God's intention for what he wants me to be or become? So first things first, let's define what is a father. Genesis 18 verse 19 has a great example. It says this, For I have chosen him, so that he will direct his children and his household after him, to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, so that the Lord will bring about Abraham what he has promised him. So, one of the earliest times the Bible speaks of a fatherly role is found here. Even though the word father isn't actually written in this scripture, we can see what the Lord intends a father to look like. God's specific instruction can be found all throughout the Old Testament. Let's see, the dimensions of Noah's Ark, uh, Passover ritual, and even assembly of the tabernacle. The part of this reference where it says, direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, is clear instruction and a great place to start. Now, let's talk about a good example. Job. Job is an example of a godly father that courageously led his family. The opening of the book of Job is, uh, it gives us important information concerning his character and his example as a father. In Job 1.1, we read this. In the land of Uz, there will live a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. Then, in Job 1 verse 5, it says, When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would send and have them purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking, perhaps my children haven't have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Here we will examine Job's example as a man who prayed for his children. So far, we know that Job is a blameless and upright man. In the 31st chapter of Job, Job is talking to his three friends about the type of man uh, he is from in his own perspective, which is true. Everything he says in this chapter is true. Job 31 and verse 1 says, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a young woman. Verse 5, Job was a man of his honesty. It says, If I have walked with falsehood, or my foot has hurried after deceit, 
Let God weigh me in honest scales, and he will know that I am blameless. Verse 9. Job was a man of integrity, with his inner life as a whole. It says, if my heart has been enticed, or if I have lurked at my neighbor's door. Verse 13. Job was a man of humility. He was approachable and admitted he was wrong when he was wrong. Verse 13 says, If I have denied justice to my maidservants when they had a grievance against me. Verse 16 says, Job was a man of generosity. The scripture says, If I have denied the desires of the poor or let the eyes of the widow grow weary. He was very generous. Verse 24 Job was a man of, of modesty too. He was not enamored with pleasures and possessions. He put all his trust in God and not money. The scripture says, If I have put my trust in gold, or said to pure gold, you are my security. Job verse 29 says this, Job was a man of self-control and he guarded his tongue, did not gloat over the troubles of those who were in his enemies. Verse 28, Job was the man who kept his promise. And it also says this in Job 38 uh, through 40. The Lord saw how great man uh, his wickedness was on the on the earth and how, how bad it had became. So bad, in fact, that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil at the time. We read that in Genesis 6 verse 5. So, throughout the Bible, we learn that sin is bound in our hearts. God looks down from heaven on the sons of man to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. Everyone has turned away. They have together become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Psalms 52 verse 2 and 3 says that. Matthew 15, verse 11 through 19 says this, What goes into a man's mouth does not make him unclean. What comes out of his mouth, that is what makes him unclean. Then the disciples came to him and asked, Do you know what the Pharisees were offended when they heard this? He replied, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots. Leave them. They are blind guides. If a blind man leads a blind man, both will fall into a pit. Peter said, Explain the parable to us. Are you still so dull? Jesus asked them. Don't you see whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the thing that comes out of the mouth come from the heart. And these make a man unclean. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. Now, Job confronted this evil in the hearts of his children. He challenged them by his own personal godliness, and I believe that he also gently urged them to walk with God. Young people constantly hear their parents warn them about evil from the world, you know, don't hang out with that person, don't watch this TV show, don't go to this place. 
They need to learn that loving God requires that they see evil is within and must be recognized and repented. Lastly, let's make this personal by doing some self-reflection and applying what we just learned. After hearing about Job, some of us may have already been thinking about some ways we can relate. Some of us may be the opposite. Some of us may seem some ways we may need to improve in. Fathers, we ought to be the best example we can be for our children and wives. And after a bit of brainstorming, I asked myself, what are five ways any child or wife would want the most from their dad or husband? Only five things. So, first things first. I'd want a father to provide. Now, Matthew 7, verse 9 through 11 says, Or what man is there among you? If his son asks for bread, who will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? Next, a father teaches. Proverbs 22, verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Next, a father corrects. Proverbs 3, verse 11 through 22 says this, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects just as a father, the son is whom he delights. Number four, a father protects. Ephesians chapter six, verse four says this. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And lastly, the father loves. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-13 says this, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully. Even as I have been fully known, So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, 
but the greatest of these is love. Are we abiding by scripture now so that our grandchildren can abide by these points through their fathers? If not, there's good news. This is the perfect day to start. So, the five feature father is a father that provides, a father that teaches, a father that corrects, a father that loves. Now, the five feature father is a father that provides, a father that teaches, a father that corrects, a father that protects, and lastly, a father that loves. Heavenly Father, thank you for being the best example of what we should strive to be. Thank you for your patience you have with us when dealing with hard times in our workplace, in our church, or families. We know that you are our provider and that you will never put more, never put more on us than that we can bear. We worship you this day and the next day and the next day. Amen. Well, thank you for listening. I I hope this podcast encouraged someone. And remember that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You may not be perfect or live a perfect life, but God honors effort and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him.